Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jerry Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. I just expelled all my energy for the intro. Oh, okay. I'm going to be low-key now. Oh, sweet. Tired. Oh, why? Really? Yeah. Need a nap? Yeah, yeah. Nap would be good. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen. Why do you think you're so tired? Like, hey, not sleeping? Yeah, probably not getting enough sleep, something like that. You know, uh, you know, I, maybe, maybe, it's maybe, maybe I overdid it on the men's retreat that we just went on. Or that oh. I just went on with a bunch of our men. I doubt it. Yeah, you I know, it's really, a lot of activities: boat building, uh-huh. rock climbing. Yeah, yeah. And you did zero percent of that. I was there. All I was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. but you participated. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. I participated in 0% of those activities. None of those activities. None of those activities. (laughs) So, no, I highly doubt that you are tired. Well, or not, uh, sorry. I'm sure you're tired. I'm saying not because of that. Well, it's not because of physical exertion, but Mm -hmm. there wasn't much sleeping going on. I can't say that. So, okay. Yeah. So, I'm tired. Like, were you guys like, like, you know, tickle fights, tickle fights, you know, yeah, pillow, pillow fights, fights little, you know, you know, you could have started with just a pillow fight, pa- pajama parade. I know, but just the fact that like, why did you start with tickle fight? Oh, because I wanted to get the good stuff out there. All right. All you right. Know, get to the fun stuff. Uh, no. Well, you know, when you go to a camp <laughs> in, you know, if you, if you've been to a Christian camp, you know, that, you know, it's, it, the, oftentimes the grounds are just amazing. Lakes, mm-hmm, hills, mm-hmm. woods, forest, mm-hmm. bonfires, ropes, courses, all that stuff. And then you go into the cabins to sleep. And you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, you know, it's, a ca- it's, it's a cabin, yeah. And so they were uh, very, and of course, you know, I show up, and you you were really able to roll with it, knowing you, yeah, you were totally fine doesn't and just me. rolled with it. I can doesn't bother you at all. None of it bothered not, me. Not never nope. a complaint. Nope, nope, not about that. Didn't complain oh. about that. <laughs> I didn't. But uh, but here's the thing: I didn't mm. sleep in that bed. I'm sorry, say it again, please. I, there were bunk beds. There were 10 bunk beds in a room. Okay. And uh, I forgot. Well, I didn't forget. You know, when, when you sign up for a retreat. Yeah, they, they tell you they to set, bring like a sleeping bag, right, pillow, yeah. or some sleep, uh, some bed sheets yeah, and, and a blanket. Exactly. I mean, I read the thing and I didn't even go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't read it. No, I didn't. You didn't get it. I read it. You know, I don't know how you, how'd you read it? They only sent it to people who got the, who no, because up. I, oh, you I approved, approved. Uh, yeah, okay, see? you approved the email. So, uh, yeah, I didn't read that thing. And oh. so, uh, hmm. yeah, I didn't have a pillow or blanket or uh, any of that stuff. So, uh, and the sheets are like, you know, like the sheets, but the, the mattresses are like plastic co- covered, yeah. you know? And so, uh, so like when you came here, mm-hmm. when you guys were leaving, right. You didn't like go home and go get it. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to hold everybody up for that. We're all supposed to carpool together in just a few cars. And so I was like, I'll just be fine. And I was. Uh, well, I know another guy went and did that. Oh went, yeah. 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 No, went and got the, his stuff and brought it back. Yes. Yeah, like three guys went and did that. Yeah. So why couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, I don't, <laughs> don't want to yeah, do it. No idea. It's fine. <laughs> Dude, it's like I, you, I don't want to hold them up. You know, might have taken longer for me. It could have. Yeah. But, uh, and I, I wasn't sure when we were leaving. I was like, that's ah, <laughs> oh fine. Gosh. I don't want to be the guy holding everybody up. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, so I slept, uh, I actually slept on, it's like a lounge couch. You know, the kind of couches that you'll find in like a dorm lounge or something. You know, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's not like the plush squishy kind. It's more yeah. of a firm couch, but I it's know padded. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I slept on that and I actually, it was much more comfortable than the bed. Yeah, I'm sure great. it was. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, and since it wasn't hot or cold at night, it was just kind of even. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a yeah. Deal. But yeah, it was loud. It was loud. Lots yeah. of snoring okay. and lots of uh, squeaky beds. So uh, yeah, but I didn't sleep a lot. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I slept on the couch. I I yep. for a guy that 
has to know everything going on. That's not true. Has to know what the you know. That's not true. I, is I don't care. Everything. Well, I I am not that guy. Like you, you no, say no, no, these I, I things. I am saying it, but I mean it. But it's not true. Okay. Well, I, I, my experience. If it's not my thing, my I don't care. Experience. Tra- my experience traveling with you has been. Gots to know. Needs to know. Frustrated when not known. What? Yeah, no, with what's going on. Like, what's the agenda? What's this? What's the plan? What's the timeline? What should I have? Like, what are need, the expectations? I want to know, like, when. I like to know when. When are we leaving? When are we arriving? Mm-hmm. Like, but, you, but even here, stuff. you didn't even know when you were leaving. Yeah, I wasn't sure because it was like <laughs> 9 and then it was like 8.30 and the things kept moving around in terms of when. Yeah, it was weird. But no, no, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not that guy that needs to know all the details of things. If if I'm not if I'm My just, experience has been yes. Well, that's a totally different thing. You and okay. me traveling somewhere is different than me going on a, a right, retreat right, sort of thing. I want to say that I'm like not being honest. Well, you make it sound like it's about everything. Like Joe's well, always no, I this said, way. I, in oh, my experience. Oh, only when we're traveling. And you can't even give an example. Uh no, I refuse to mm-hmm, to put yeah, you out there right, like there that. No, mm-hmm. what? Sure. Good. Give me an example. Oh, New Zealand. Okay, airport. what about what about it? We had a fight in the airport because I didn't. I don't know what exactly it was, but you needed to know where the Coke machine was. Okay, this is a lie. No, you're it's totally, not. You are totally I'm lying. Not lying. Okay, you're just not making lying. stuff up. Now, granted, it was early morning. No, no it wasn't. No, this is this this is. I'm this not, is making up. not making it up. Not mm. making it up. Not making up. I wouldn't get mad because you don't know where a Coke machine is. I had a Coke and I couldn't remember where I got it from. I wouldn't get mad about that in a million okay, okay. years. Irritated because you couldn't remember. Never. Oh. I would never Ooh. in my life. I've never been mad at somebody because I can't remember. Irritated, you'll be like, "I don't." It's confusing to me. I don't understand why. No, you're not telling the whole story. I, am, you have I, I select, might be missing a part, yeah, but I don't remember part. the part I'm missing. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, the part. You're I'm missing the saying. part that makes me sound sane. Instead, you remember <laughs> it's like make me sound like a jerk to everybody. I appreciate that. I probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember the other part, so I can't say it. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not going to make it up. I, but I don't remember any of it, so it's probably all just a lie. No, or maybe it's all <sighs> someone's going to the wayside. Okay. It could be. I'm just old, and I don't remember <laughs> what I say half the time. <laughs> so, you know what we're going to do? What are we doing? We're going to jump into the catechism on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Oh, no. I see. This is how, this is how tired I am. <laughs> So Joey, we're doing it is, on a Monday again. We did it on a Thursday episode. before. We've already done the Thursday one. Yeah, exactly. Hey, guess you know what we're doing today? What are we doing today? We're going back to the catechism, but on back on our Monday schedule. Back, you know what? Thank That's you, what Joe. I was going to say. We're going to be on oh question one oh seven. I'm going to be a, a total train wreck this whole episode. You do. I just I I'm want actually you to know. surprised you're drinking Coke. Yep. Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? I thought you quit Coke for real. No. Oh, oh it's just right. rare. Oh, just much less. Yeah, yeah. But that one's also different. You're not doing the diet Coke. Yeah. What's the difference? This is Coke Zero. Is it the same? It or tastes, one has aspartame. It, 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 yeah, and it, this tastes, a, or maybe it has a different configuration of it is what I think it is. Okay. Um, but uh, it has it tastes more like regular Coke, and since that's what Jen prefers, I just switched to it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, what are we doing? We're doing question 107? Question 107 says this. What doth the preface of the Lord's Prayer teach us? The preface of the Lord's Prayer, which is, Our Father, which art in heaven, teaches us, teacheth us to draw near to God, with all holy reverence and confidence as children to a father, able and ready to help us, and that we should pray with and for others. Easy for you to say. Yeah, that was, I tried very hard on that <laughs> Those one. are hard. Those are hard. All the uh, the THs. All right. So, by the way, everybody. Mm-hmm. By the way. By the way. All you people, when you read books and you read stuff, you like to say, I just skipped the preface. Don't need the preface. Don't want to read the preface. Well, okay. 
here you can see prefaces matter. They're given to us for a purpose, and you should read them. Mm. Um, unless they're totally lame, then you can skip them. Uh, but this is scripture, so you know it's going to be good. How do you know it's going to be totally lame? Uh, like, you have to look at it. You're like, okay. Wait, here like, we go. Oh, Jared's telling stories again, or whatever. So, I don't know. I so don't you're know. literally judging a chapter by its cover? Uh, judging the preface by its... Uh, is it a chapter? What do you, is it still uh, counted a chapter? No, the preface it's not. is not a chapter? It's not a chapter. No. That's why preface? that's why it's listed as a preface, and then the chapters are lifted at, listed. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. That's just to me yep. a way of selling more. Yeah, is that what it is? That's pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a preface because it doesn't con- constitute any part of what you are typically writing. Usually, it's by somebody else, but also because it isn't. It doesn't constitute a part of your argument or like mm. establishing your thesis. It sort of sets the reader up gotcha. for what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so right, so they're important sometimes. So, so where, yeah, uh, I like a good preface, and um, I don't like a bad one. Yeah, which is pretty. Like anybody would say that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, I'm gonna. It, I'm just. You know what? Dude, it was insightful. Let me just. Let me just. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having my back. I do appreciate that. <laughs> it was that. pretty insightful. I and do. So let's uh, go ahead and move on. Now, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about here in the Baptist Catechism, we are now looking at the question and answers that cover the Lord's Prayer, and so you can find that in uh, you know Matthew six mm-hmm. verses nine through thirteen. Um, so this should be something that you know you're reading, you're meditating on. You ought to have it memorized. It is a good prayer to pray, but uh, it's it's even better uh, if you understand its meaning and can really unpack it and let it form the way that you pray. And that's a lot of what we're doing here as we look at uh, question 107 and the following on this. Mm-hmm. And when it says the preface, it's just talking about that one little part, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Our Father, which art in heaven. Yeah. Or in the ESV, our Father in heaven. And, uh, and so the catechism says, this teaches us to draw near to God, right? So there's this you know nearness with prayer but mm-hmm. with holy reverence and confidence as children to a father able and ready to help us and that we should pray with and for others so when we talk about god as father why is that so significant of a truth and why should that be a part of the way that we pray i mean scripture talks about that uh, we have been adopted as children mm-hmm. of god and we can call out to him as abba father yeah and i think it really t- uh hits on um just the closeness Mm-hmm. that we have with God, uh, those that were far off, those that were uh, enemies of God, right? right? Uh, those that uh, were disp- that hated God have now been brought near, mm-hmm. are now friends or, or, or children of God, um, and hopefully growing in their affection and love for God. Yeah, I, I, we have to say this every time. I think it's important that, you know, you may have had a really bad experience with a father or a father figure. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I hear from people, you know, I have heard from people over the years who say it's really hard for me to relate to God as father because my father was, you know, such a bad person or was abusive. Mm-hmm. And we have to press through that, right? Not ignore that, but we yeah, got to yeah. press through that to see like, well, that God is the opposite of that. And so there is comfort in seeing and learning and experiencing that God is not like our earthly fathers in their sin because he's perfect. So we, I think saying that, and I love, you know, that you mentioned the adoption thing, because this is a, a, a beautiful, critically important truth, right? One of the greatest truths in the new Testament that we see that we are not just forgiven by a judge, mm-hmm. but we are adopted by a father, brought yeah. into a family, and that implies, like a judge doesn't love the person that he pardons, right? It's, there's, there's no like emotional connection, right? Yeah, it's not a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but here we're brought into the family of God and we're known intimately and loved eternally. So 
this does have a big, you know, this has an important uh, way of framing how we approach God. And it, we see this, you know, throughout scripture, praying to God, the father, uh, Jesus talking much about the father, mm-hmm. going to himself, praying to whom he calls the father. So this is important. What about, what do you think about people who would say, you should only pray to the father. You shouldn't pray to the son. You shouldn't pray to the spirit. You should only pray to the father. I mean, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, God. Yep, but who who do you address? What person of the Trinity do you address? I guess it depends on the situation. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think as as you look at it, uh, I mean, Jesus says, "Ask ask in His name." Right. We yep, but we ask the Father mm-hmm. in His name. Ask the Father in His name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so, what about praying to Jesus? Are you saying? Are you asking like why would we? Because yeah. he's he's God. He's God, and he's he's God incarnate. He's risen. He intercedes on our behalf. He. I agree. Yeah, he's mediator. I I, I totally agree. But a lot of people want to say like, well, where do you find biblical warrant or an example of anybody praying to Jesus? Mm. And what would you say to that? Um, that's a nice sidestep. Uh, no, I would love no, to you, hear from you, you. But you. But I'm asking you. No, because I see you're looking it up. No, I, I'm actually not. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I thought you already had something up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I would say, okay, well, let me look this up now. Um, mm-hmm. I believe memory serves me correctly. Uh, and we do know your memory is rock, rock solid. Yeah, you know, um, I, so I think it's Acts 7. All right. So here is the, uh, first of all, Yes. By and large, we pray to the Lord, mm-hmm. we pray to the Father. Mm-hmm. That is like the almost the almost exclusively that's how prayers are addressed yeah, in yeah. scripture. Um, and I do think you can pray to the the person of the spirit or to the person of the father. I think that's totally mm-hmm. appropriate. Um, and I just I just want to point out the only thing that's coming to mind is when Stephen is um, being martyred. Okay. And Holy cow, man. That's a long chapter. Okay. (laughs) Acts seven. Goodness sakes. How many verses? All right. Um, Then he says, and as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. That's a prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but that's the only thing that I'm aware of uh, where people are praying to Jesus or someone might be praying to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think it's fine. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I just think it's interesting. People bring it up. But certainly the, the, the command right? And the emphasis seems to be that we go to the Father, right? Yeah. That's the one that we're generally addressing. In the name of Christ, uh, with um, the the help of the Spirit. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So it says uh, that we draw near to God with all holy reverence and confidence. Two things, holy mm-hmm. reverence and confidence. Yeah. Because he's Father. Yes. Why? What, why? Well, how does fatherhood, good fatherhood, pure fatherhood, produce both reverence and confidence? Well, I think it, it gives reverence because uh, a, fa- a good father and is not only uh, loving, but also disciplines, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I think uh, as in the relationship with a father, and I'm thinking of my relationship with my father, is I do feel this, I, I there's this freedom that I have with my dad mm-hmm. to to play around or to joke around because I know it's, it's totally appropriate. But then I also know there's times where, hold on. Yeah. Dad's laying the law yeah, in this situation. And this, I'm coming to him, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's the same thing. You know, when we talk about as God as Father, that we have this holy reverence because of who He is, standing in awe yeah. of of who He is. It, 
as glorious as he is, as holy as he is, as loving as he is, as forgiving as he is. Um, And I think that's probably, and then we have confidence knowing that he hears us and he receives our prayers by faith uh, and that he will answer according to his will, which Mm -hmm. is what is best for us. Um, And I think that's probably where I, uh, you know, one of my frustrations in sometimes in prayer uh, is hearing others. I think, does this sound judgy? Like, Oh, it's going to sound judgy, but that's okay. Because uh, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> when it like when prayer is really loosey goosey, nonchalant. Hey, daddy, kind of a prayer. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean. So, I, first of all, let me let me agree with you in terms of like how you explained that there is a, a reverence for God by virtue of who he is, right? So when we're talking about holy reverence, you're talking about a a high level of respect. You always, you respect your father. Mm -hmm. If your father's a good father and you're a good son or a good daughter, you're gonna respect them. Now, respecting your dad might look different or certainly does look different from family to family. Mm -hmm. And then there are some things that are probably that are just universal. Um, So like Jimmy and I can joke around with our dads in a way that other families could not. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that's fine, but there's still an understood and expressed level of respect that's yes. given to them yep. at all times. Yep. Uh, and then in certain contexts it's more visible. Yep. So there's formal and informal times. Uh, especially um you know, if you know your father really well and spend a lot of time with him. Now with with God, I I think, you know, we're talking about we should always respect him and I don't need to say anything about what you other than what you said. Like we we respect him, revere him, and we have confidence because he's still our father. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like those non I don't know, boy, it's it's hard to put, express what they're doing. I know, see that's why so, I'm okay, trying to let, let, let's let's say how that could be done right. Uh I I pray in the car, uh, I pray in the shower, mm-hmm. uh I pray when I'm mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm always praying is what I'm trying to say. You know, I'm just yeah, one of those guys. You know, I mean, one of those guys. Wow. Like, no, what I mean is I could pray in so the car. Impressive. I could pray while mowing the lawn. I could pray in the shower, mm-hmm. um, whatever. And so there are, you know, there's spontaneous, quick prayers. There are informal prayers. There's formal prayers. There's mm-hmm. public prayers. Mm-hmm. And there's different kinds. And that's going to take on a different flavor. Yes. And I think that that's fine. Um, yet you still need to respect God. And not, you know, blaspheme him, not treat him as if he is, you know, a buddy. He's, he's, he is the Lord, mm-hmm. even if he is a friend. But it, there, there's a difference there between worldly friends. And I think there's a difference when you're praying publicly and leading people. You know, if, if you are leading others in prayer, then I think it's important. It doesn't have to be formal, but it should certainly promote reverence for God. Yes. Now you can do reverence and you can do intimate. You can do both, right? You could, you could, you could pray to the Lord, our God, father in heaven or whatever, but you could also address him in a way that's a bit trivial and dismissive. Maybe that's subjective to some degree. And maybe that, yeah, that's why I struggle with saying how I said it because I, I don't want to be judgmental. Like, cause you said it's, it's subjective. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, their heart may not be, in a bad place. And Correct. so they may just be praying, you know, the way that they, and, you know, but oh, I just, but when you're leading others or praying with others, I would encourage, you know, some serious thought. I was at a, I was at a chapel service one time and, um, and one of the ladies was up there on the stage during the worship music st- stuff. And um, the way that she kicked it all off was, or I, I remember, cause I was like, Whoa, um, she went, Hey God. And then she launched into our prayer. And I remember thinking like, 
yeah, I'm uncomfortable with that approach, <laughs> especially just leading. And I, I, you're getting old. She probably, she, she probably didn't mean it to sound how I interpreted it, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But it came off like flippant, and like you're just picking up the phone, talking to some, like you know, hey Sally, uh, you know, I need you to drop off, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and she might have meant it differently to be like. Well, Lord, I'm so happy to talk to you right now. I don't know. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, we should we should reverence. Here's the thing. I don't think most of us are overly reverent. We probably, you know, don't need to pull back on the reverence stick, yeah. you know? Yeah, Maybe yeah. focus on that. Take it up a notch. Yeah, a little bit, right? Take uh, it up a notch. Probably. And confidence. A lot of us lack that. That's a, that's a gospel issue. Um, as children to a father, able and ready to help us. Ooh. Mm. That's what a good dad does. Yeah. Good dad's ready. Your dad? Yeah, that's right. He's and a that, like, and that's the thing. It's that confidence. Mm-hmm. As children to a father, able and ready to help us. And that confidence then is that faith in trusting that as we're praying, yeah. God is hearing us mm-hmm. and that he will answer according to his will and that which is best for us despite mm-hmm. us. I love it. Able and ready. Yeah. Like he can and he's ready to, so mm-hmm. long as it's in accordance with his will. Mm-hmm. Like he, he he loves. I, 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 I quote it all the time. I heard. Joel Beakey say it, but he was quoting, I think, John Knox or somebody. I don't mm-hmm. remember. But uh, the father... Is at, it's probably probably Ed Litton, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, because this was... He cited the person. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Okay. You know, so, but he could be citing Ed Litton, who didn't cite who he got it from. Is that what yeah, you're saying? That, oh, that's yeah, that's what I wonder. Um, but it was uh, the father loves to give gifts to his children. Like the father delights in hearing the prayers of his people and giving them what their hearts desire mm-hmm. you know uh I, and i really like that and like a good father likes to give gifts to his children and, and and he's ready and able to help us um but then there's this last part here our father yeah. in heaven yeah that should lead us to pray with and for others i never thought of that i've never thought about just that that communal aspect mm-hmm. of our father and so uh yeah, I, I, I never thought of that, how it should lead us to, um, like, communal aspect yeah, of prayer. Yeah, sorry, corporate. I'm trying to think about the four others. And I guess, because we should be praying for others, sorry. It, uh, I'm pausing here, because I understand the Our Father and you and I praying together, because that right. makes sense. There's two of us, Our Father, who are in heaven. But when I'm praying for you, how does that... Because you, as well as a brother, as yeah. my brother in Christ, he is your I, father. He is your father as well. I'm, I am beseeching our father yeah. on your behalf. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's really. I mean, think about this. The, and the way that most of us tend to think about prayer and the and the the Christian life, the spiritual life. When the the one time Jesus gives us a model prayer to pray, it's corporate. Yeah. It's not me, me, me. <laughs> it's us. It's our. But how ironic that we live life in that. Uh, uh, that individual mindset. Yeah. And it, it, it's both, of course, right? You know, we have to, there, we, we pray individually, we pray for ourselves, we pray for others, we have our relationship with the Lord, but we do tend to camp there and forget mm-hmm. or lean away from this, this corporate aspect of it. Avoid. Yeah. Well, because, you know, then you got to know people and you got to care <laughs> you gotta about write people. Down, then you got to follow up. You got to follow up. Like, and hey, ask them, how's, how's it going? going? Yeah, man. It's a like, you know, and I it, think. There's a whole rigmarole behind it. You know, I, and not everybody likes rigmarole. No. No one likes it. No, no, no one likes rigmarole. No one likes the rigmarole. Uh, I don't know. You like the rigmarole? No, I don't either. But I'm just thinking somebody might. Somebody has to have a thing for it. Bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, Politicians love the rigmarole. So, the, I think you know what we can do is we're as we're looking at the Lord's prayer and we're saying, "This is our Father 
whom we address mm -hmm. in prayer, um, we should be able to get to it tonight, tomorrow morning, mm -hmm. throughout the day with an, with an eagerness, a readiness, because it doesn't matter. It, I mean, what you've done, if you've really messed up, that matters, okay? It needs to be dealt with. But none, none of that will change the reality that through faith in Christ, God is your father. Yeah. He loves you. He receives you. And you are clothed in Christ's righteousness. So you can pray, you can go, and he is able and ready to help you in the midst of, of your struggle. And so like, that's one of the things that I see a lot. People like, I don't want to pray. I don't think I can pray right now because I've messed up too bad. I've been too distant. I haven't talked to him in such a long time. God doesn't hold a grudge. Mm. He is delighted in you as you pray in faith and begin with a confession, begin with repentance. And uh, I, th I think you'll find even in your own conscience that God is quick to forgive and to comfort. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or here at the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content, Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrVotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Later.